Painful game. Painful game. It's just it's just NBA DFS. It's like <laughs> what what else is gonna happen, right? Like you, you cannot make up some of the events that occur on a night and night a night in night out basis. I'm just like you can't make it up. Like there's just so much stuff. All George minutes limit. 45 minutes. Triple overtime, whatever. Like, what? Giddy without SGA? About 20 minutes total play. Competitive game? Plays way less with SGA out. 3 of 27 shooting to punish the Sharks. Alfred Shingoon. Game stays competitive. No way is he coming back in. Close ah. Bruno Fernando. Well, like. People that fall asleep at the wheel of Josh Christopher, 30% owned. And they get rewarded with like 12 and 12 minutes off the bench. Absolutely smashes. Have Porzingis looking to go close to a full sweep on prize picks. Heads to the locker room. I'm trying to think what else. Unknown Kavan Looney. Fourth massive foul trouble in both halves. Sir. Yes, sir. I said, it's a painful game. Unknown Plumley? No way is he playing any overtime minutes. Absolutely smashing. No, no chance, right? Barely plays the second. Oh. Don't know what else to say. Won six and two overall on prize picks. Still lost money there too. The two misses. I made three slips: a six-man slip and two power twos. Both power twos had both my misses in there, and then the six-pick flex had two the two misses in there too. So I end up going six and two on my overall props. Lose money. Lose money in uh, DFS tonight because of all the reasons that we just went over. Giddy Sharks. I just... I can't. I'm sticking, uh, it's, I'm sticking to real sports. Re- I'm sticking to sports that real men play. Esports. We're sticking to esports. So, once again, add another takedown in Call of Duty. Uh, so that's a recap of everything. I just, the amount, like, you guys see the final score in the Clippers game? A reasonable amount of points scored. Almost 400. What is life? What was the slate? I don't know what else to say. That's all I got. 
Um, so we're going to talk about the six-team slate in this video, guys. Really quick, the sponsor is Prize Picks. Make sure to use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100 and premium content you can find linked down below. Again, we've been keeping the hot streak going on Prize Picks. Another good night, even with Porzingis uh, injury. So let's talk about this one. Miami and Charlotte is the first game here. On the Miami side, it's a back-to-back, so maybe one of these vets rest. Maybe get Jimmy Butler resting, but assuming everyone plays, well, the shocking thing was Kevin Love started. Um, played 22 minutes. Might have played a little bit more if the game stayed competitive. Game turned into a random, massive blowout. Um, also, oh, yeah, had Giannis at the combo. Actually had a chance in best ball. You better believe he gets another injury out for the game. Uh, but yeah, if Kevin Love continues to start, I think he's a good play at 3.8K. We know he's over a fantasy point per minute guy. So I like Kevin Love if he starts. The top end guys with Jimmy, Bam, and Hero, I like the matchup for them. But the minutes weren't great with this team getting close to full strength. So that's the downside. Um, I think guys like Struce, Vincent, a bit overpriced, Oladipo. So really not a ton uh, on the Miami side outside of Kevin Love. I mean, maybe a little bit interesting Cody Zeller, who got the backup five run, 3.3K. But... Um, Right now, it's just love and, and maybe some interest in the top-end guys. But if some guys getting start, start getting ruled out, that's where we could uh, have more interest in Miami. On the Charlotte side, tough matchup. Um, I think LaMelo Ball, 10.4, is still a viable tournament play. Like He's going to play close to 40 minutes a night. He played 40 minutes again tonight. 60 fantasy points out of the last three games. Rogier 7.2K in his first game back. Only played 33 minutes. Ubre was limited off the bench. Um, maybe since it's a back-to-back, he doesn't play this game. I think, was it, was it Gordon Hayward that had a big game tonight? Yeah, it was. Of course, he goes for 58, but when I play, teamed himself, 27 fans. Next game, 58. Woo, go Gordon! Uh, Mark Williams, Nick Richards, we're going to split the center position. Don't love the price points on either. So Let's move on to Indiana and Orlando. On the Pacer side, Halbert and Turner both smashed last game, went to overtime, but still were playing well before that. Don't think we can expect, what was it, 13 of 15 and 8 of 10 from 3 for Miles Turner. But still a good matchup. Still should play low to mid-30s minutes. Still a guy with the ceiling. Buddy Heel's always kind of a last guy in for me. Does have a ceiling. Can knock down his shots. Mathurin feels priced about right. Aaron Naismith is 4-1. If he continues to play 30-plus minutes, I think he's a pretty good value play. Uh, Tice is getting the backup 5 run. I think he's a reasonable value at 3-7. And then Nemhard McConnell will be in the rotation as well. Moving on to Orlando. So, Paolo's kind of been quiet. The price point, I think, makes him a tournament-only play. Like, I do like the matchup for him, but don't love the price point. I think it's a bit easier to get to Markel Fultz at 6'6", who should play low 30s minutes. Smiths did take a little bit of a hit, though, with Cole Anthony back. Uh, Wanda Carter Jr., 6.5. I think he's a pretty safe play. Should play, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 32 minutes. Franz Wagner, more of a secondary option. Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs. These guys are guys that have ceilings. Fair price points on both. We know we're getting from Gary Harris most of the time, like mid-20s minutes. He can have a decent game if he knocks down a shot. So we'll get some run for Mo Wagner. We'll probably get a little bit of run for Jonathan Isaac. But, I mean, I guess you can maybe start considering Isaac. He played 16 minutes last game. Um, but they're really, really taking it easy with his uh, minutes restriction. Um, all right, moving on to New Orleans and New York. So Ingram, 8.5. I think it's fine as a 7-6 for CJ. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas is a guy that obviously has a ceiling. If he plays a bit more, kind of like he does la- he did last game, he can have a really good game. But um, well, he didn't act- actually have the best game in 29 minutes. But if you give JV close to 30 minutes, like he's most of the time going to do very good for the salary. So 
Like his upside in tournaments as always. And they did start Josh Richardson last game. If he continues to start, I think he's a pretty good value play. Put 29 minutes as shooting guard, small forward eligibility. So like some Jay Rich, if he continues to start. Moving on to the Knicks, Randall, Brunson, you're going to get 35 to 40 minutes from both. I wouldn't call either priority though. RJ Barrett's minutes not as secure, like only played 28 minutes tonight, but fair price point for him, fair price point for Josh Hart, who's probably going to play mid-20s minutes off the bench. Kind of splitting with him and Barrett right now. Mitchell Robinson in his first game back uh, played 28 minutes. He's a guy that if he stays out of foul trouble, does have a ceiling. Don't think I can get to anyone else. I mean, the price has come down on Quentin Grimes. So the minutes have also ticked down as well. Denver and Memphis. I do like Jokic a lot, 11-7. He's just still a pretty good play at this price point. Still has a massive ceiling. We saw it last game. Jamal Murray played 33 minutes in his first game back. I think those minutes go up a little bit. I think he's at a uh, fair price point. Wouldn't call him a priority, though. Gordon continues to be out, so the rest of the starters get a slight bump. You'll see Vladko in the starting lineup. Most likely play mid-20s minutes. Um, Reggie Jackson getting the backup point guard run, but 18 minutes last game. Let's move on to Memphis. Uh, on the Memphis side, John Morant, 10K is a viable spend-up, but I wouldn't call him like an optimal play or anything, but you know. Still a guy that probably plays low to mid-30s minutes and has a ceiling. Bain, Triple J, more secondary options as well. Whoever starts the five for Memphis is a decent play. Last game, it was Clark. He got in massive foul trouble, and they started uh, Tillman, I believe, in the second half. Tillman played 32 minutes. So, like, whichever one of these bigs can, can um, stay out of foul trouble and get extended minutes, I think it's going to be a pretty good value. Never exciting, but Dylan Brooks is 4.1, and he most likely plays over 30 minutes. Boston and Philadelphia, this one should be a good game to watch. DFS-wise, on the Boston side, I think Tatum and Brown are more secondary spend-ups. Um, 10-5 for Tatum, 8.9K for Brown. Marcus Smart feels priced about right. You saw a big game from Brogdon, but um, don't think we'd expect that again with Tatum and Brown both healthy. Rob Williams, Al Horford, we kind of know what we're getting from these guys. Don't love the price points on either. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to Philadelphia. On the Philadelphia side, I mean, Embiid's 11-3, Harden's 9-9. I think both look pretty good. I think I would slightly prefer Embiid. About 7 of 25 last game, still in for 70-plus fancy points. Harden, always a guy that's got the ball in his hands a lot. And then I do like Maxie and Harris. The minutes have ticked up on Maxie. You know, on average, over the last five games, he's been playing low to mid-30s minutes. So if that continues at 5-3, I think he's a good play. And I think Tobias Harris looks pretty good, too, at uh, at that price point. So both Harris and Maxie I like. I think the ceiling is a bit higher, though, on Maxie. The minutes are all over the place for Melton, but he's playable at 3.5. Don't really know if I can get to anyone else, though. Finally, San Antonio and Utah, probably my favorite game of the night, which is never exciting to say. On the Spurs side, you got Trey Jones, um, questionable. Jeremy Sohan, probable. Um, Keldon Johnson, I can't wait. Who's ready? Who's ready to lose some more money with Keldon? Because when I play this guy, he shoots 6 of 20, can't hit the broad side of the bar. Next game, the game that they get blown out, 8 of 13 and a 40 bomb. Almost a triple-double in a game where he doesn't even play full minutes. When I play, though, I play this guy either gets injured or he can't hit a shot. But, yes, I do like the ceiling on him. Zach Collins, I think, is another pretty good play. If the game's just competitive, I expect low 30s minutes. Uh, I mentioned that if you thought the Spurs get blown out to look to a guy like Bassey, Bassey was unowned and smashed in the blowout with 30 fancy points. He's a reasonable value play. Malachi Branham should start, should continue to play 30-ish minutes. I think he's a pretty good option. Uh, Devonta Graham got the surprise start last game, and the Sharks that pivoted to get him in were punished. If you gave Devonta Graham 28 minutes again, he's most likely going for 30-plus fancy points. So we'll see what they do with the starting lineup. But either way, I still like his ceiling in GPPs. Sohan's in. Um... 
think we probably get around 30 minutes from him. The ceiling's there, but the floor has been low. Bates Diop, reasonable value. That's probably it for the Spurs. And finally, the Jazz. Really, really like this team, especially if Olenek is out. Kelly Olenek currently questionable with an ankle sprain. Alert Markin's 9-3. Um, I think in a competitive game, you get 35 to 40 minutes. So he looks good at the top. I think Clarkson's a reasonable option, but wouldn't call him a priority. I do like Walker Kessler a good amount here. Um, especially if Kelly O's out too, he should play a bit more. So I think mean, he's a pretty good play in the mid-range. THT should continue to start, played 35 minutes last game. Um, uh, I like him once again here. Abaji will be in the rotation. You saw Chris Dunn in the rotation, but don't really know if it's necessary to go to either of those guys. So yeah, that's going to wrap it up for the video, guys. Again, if you haven't enjoyed the content, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. And again, we know what we're getting into, right? It's NBA DFS. Most nights are going to end in pain, but just like, Defense that occur on a nightly basis. I'm just like, you can't make it up. You really can't. But appreciate it as always, guys. And uh, we'll see you all in the next video.